It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Hello, everyone. We're long tossing today on this Sunday. San Francisco is May 21st. Steven Strom here with Kelly Sacco and Kyle Seeloff. Thanks for joining us today. Very excited. Hello, everyone. How's Hi, everything going? Well, uh, you sound a little sarcastic, and you sound <laughs> really like a little down in the dumps. So I hope everything's okay with you. I'm doing great. Thank I'm exhausted, you. but you know what? I'm happy I'm here. I'm happy we're here in San Francisco. This is my second favorite ballpark that I've seen so far uh-huh. behind Wrigley Field, but this isn't about me. Let's talk about whatever we want to talk Wait, about. Wait, I do want to hear, though, what this list is. Um, how many have you been to first? Let's do the count. With the Marlins or outside? In general. Just in general, in general so the ballpark count. Yankee, City, Marlins, uh, uh, Miller Lone Park. Depot. M- yes, Lone Depot. Sorry, Kyle. Miller Park when it was Miller Park in Milwaukee. Right, American Chase Family Field. now. Um, those are the ballparks that I went to without the Marlins. And now with the Marlins, it's been Atlanta, uh, Cleveland, Wrigley, San Francisco. What else am I missing? Because I'm very tired right now. Well, I would actually like to ask about the tired thing. Because I am a little concerned as we oh, are set goodness. to embark on the 47th game of the season. Yeah. That you once a week or twice a week do explain how tired you are. So is that going to be something I have to concern myself <laughs> no, with? No, no. But why I'm are you still tired? Here. No, listen, we went out last night. Why are you tired? You you even left we, before we, us. We came out, you know, we came back later. You're yeah. the youngster. I know. He's the youngster so what, what of happened? the group. Why are you so tired? Did you go out and get frisky in the <laughs> mean streets of San Francisco? No, no I don't know why. Like, I, I, no. I think it might have been the cold last night. It was Colder than I thought it was. I think the, maybe that took a toll the cold on me. made you tired. Um, Jersey guy. You know, you're Jersey tough. Yeah. So well, not anymore. No, definitely not. I've gotten so soft with the, you with left, the weather You now. left Jersey how long ago? September of 2021, oh, I moved down to South Florida. Your blood thins. Yeah, absolutely. When you come down there. I don't know. And I went to sleep at 1130. I woke up at 730 today. I thought I'd feel, you know, up and ready. But You got eight hours of sleep. I know. I got my eight hours. It's unbelievable. <laughs> But here yeah. I am today. Maybe it's like payback for leaving us early. Maybe that's Maybe. what it was. Maybe it was. Car- but I was. He decided to it. ditch out early. Uh, yeah, I was feeling it. Like so now you're paying back for yeah. it. Maybe. Maybe. It was nice that you joined us last night, though. After you ditched us in Arizona. Joined you. You ditched <laughs> us in where were we? Chicago. 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 Both yeah. of you. That yes, was, um, we did. That was a guy's night out in Chicago that I didn't want to be a part of. <laughs> but we don't have to rehash that. It's because okay, Kyle. I too, I too did I'll, shut I'll, on let that. Me, let me tell you why. Because when you get a group of men together, they are inherently stupid. <laughs> and when you put a female in a room of men, no, this this is a fact. You have a smirk on your face. When you put a woman in a room full of men, men get smarter when a woman is around. I can agree with that. that I that, absolutely no, th- agree th- with that. That is a study, and those are facts. But, uh a group of men are inherently stupid together. And when you put a woman in a room full of men, a board meeting, a major league clubhouse, they just the, everybody gets a little bit smarter. So, And that's why I'm here in the booth with you guys. Exactly. 
Uh, You're welcome. Because the last two podcasts, <laughs> when it was me, <sighs> Stephen, Gabby. and Rod, the, no, no, not Rod, Gabby, Gabby and, and then Nelly. I thought they were good. Yeah. Um, but I think this one, this one could really take the cake. Well, we went out to dinner yesterday, which was Saturday night, in a place called. I'm going to butcher this. Salsalito. That was good. That was good. Salsalito. Salsalito. Now, where is Salsalito? Was that north? I don't that know where. I just got northeast. on the ferry and I just went. <laughs> yep, that was northeast. Uh, you had to loop around Alcatraz, which I uh, also wanted to bring to the table please. this morning. Um, how long do you know? This is, this is a group discussion. How long do you think you'd survive in prison? <sighs> Not long. <Is laughs> I believe that. Is At least you're is honest. It, is there a particular reason why you don't think you'd do well? Week and a half, um, I give them. The food would be concerning. Um, I, I don't. You would get to work out a lot. I know that I know. would be something would right be up the your one alley. Good thing. I'd be doing like pull-ups and stuff right. like that. But then, you know, they would see because my you have you have said yourself you're a bit of a pretty boy. And that's yeah. not to be rude. I'm not. But, so that probably yeah. right. That probably wouldn't end well in prison. <laughs> I'm a pretty. Here's the thing about <laughs> me though. Like I'm a pretty boy, and I fully admit <laughs> that. Uh-huh. But once, you know, I get in the gym, like when I told you I was benching with Jay Hart. Uh, okay, 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 continue. Then Makes me all cringe. of a sudden people look at me differently. It's like this guy, he walks in the gym and it's like it's all business. You know what I'm saying? But then outside it's, it's like, uh, you know, I like the beach. I like tanning. We've talked about that. All right. But Short shorts. Short shorts. But, it's all about uh, it. Butterfly Which, tattoo. <laughs> but uh, I'm getting one. I think we're going to have matching butterfly <laughs> tattoos. Where are you, you getting yours? That? <laughs> <laughs> on your back smaller your back my backside yes sir <laughs> would you ever get a tattoo or no no uh, no uh, why yeah. both of you guys would never no. get tattoos no why? i I, I just not. don't need a hot needle injecting ink into me i feel like you would enjoy it because you seem a guy like a guy that would enjoy the pain. that likes pain yeah no i don't really enjoy pain i i, I try to avoid being in pain at all costs. <laughs> okay. You know, I don't I don't seek out pain every day. Have you thought about getting a tattoo? Never. Once? Never. Never. Um, no. I no. just don't think I would like something just permanently inked on my body. Yeah. And my old man would kill me. I can't really say on the podcast what he told me when I was younger <laughs> if I ever showed up at home with a tattoo because <laughs> it, w- it, w- it I, would I would have gotten ugly. I would have I would have gotten I it's think gotten I been so normalized now. Yeah. From the organization, Remember just <laughs> you know, given the the brash nature of what my father told me, he said, "You come home with a tattoo or an earring." Mm-hmm. Oh, an earring's under that too. I'll tell you off. The yeah, I would never get an earring. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I would never get an earring. That was never. I don't think a I would look good with an earring because no, I don't look good with hats either. No hats. You're not never a hat. You don't have a hat face. Hat. No. That's that's, that's what it it's is. a thing. My it's sister. Hundred percent. She's got a hat face. She can pull yeah. off any hat. Me, depends on the hat. I could. Kelly, wear how a do you hat. think you do in prison? Oh, I would. I'd be good. Yeah, you're pretty. You're a tough cookie. I I'm agree. tough. I'm a lot tougher than than I appear. Okay. Stephen doesn't know me very well, but she you've would known have, me for quite some she time. She would have general population under full control. You'd be the ringleader. I would. So, what this would be your Trump. first plan, though, when you got in? Like, you want to make friends with the ones that are scary, or like, how you? would you go about? No, no, your they business? would know pretty quickly once I got in there. Like, I'm the man. <laughs> 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 and how would they know this? What about you? Yeah, screams because Mr. this Macho. is the guy. No, it's not Macho. It's not. See, one, once it's I get got to be there, more than that. Once I get in, they're like, "This is a guy we need to hitch our wagon to." Number one, I'm going to get stuff in there that shouldn't be in there. <laughs> no, I will. And I'm friends with everybody. Uh, this okay. is true. So I will settle, you know, whatever discrepancy we may have. 
And I, th- I thought about all this because while well, we were passing Alcatraz <laughs> yesterday. Um, so the brainstorming for the podcast, do you like that? I was see? like, I oh, mean, I wonder how long we would, the three of us would potentially survive in prison. Um, now, the good thing is if you were in maximum security and you were in there for life or doing something you shouldn't have, sounds like you would have been gone in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I, what I, about I, solitude? We were talking about that a little solitary. bit. Solitary. Solitary. Solitude. Oh, my God. When they Staying like lock in you in a room. And solitary. And it's dark. That sounds amazing. And you're just there. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle would thrive. Yeah. I, you know what I've honestly struggled with? I've struggled with being on the road and like being in my here. I don't hotel <laughs> room and sitting there for like 15 minutes. And I'm like, yo, you need to be comfortable with not doing anything. I'm like, okay, let me go work in, out. Okay, let me go do this. In solitude, being by yourself. I know. I need to work on that because I would not do well in that. I'd rather be out with the boys in prison than, than not like – be by myself. This podcast is getting a little a little deeper than I expected no, on a Sunday. No, it good. always does. <laughs> on a Sunday it, morning. Yeah. It always does. We're well, going to work on that. That's going to be a goal for Steven. That's just good. not this to season. do anything. Just, just to be okay with being no, with himself. No, I don't want to hear that. You should always be doing something. <laughs> well, which one now? No, you have to be. Okay. What you mean, though, is being okay with just being alone by yourself and just not doing anything. Not doing anything. Just kind of maybe find a hobby. Yeah. Do you have any hobbies outside of working out tanning? And we'll play basketball. Like basketball is really fun. Well, um, it's like that falls under the workout category. I feel. Re- is like reading. Reading's a hobby. What's the last book you read, Stephen? Well, I'm reading the one that Nelly gave me on the Which '98 is? Yankees. He's reading oh. about himself. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Nelly's reading. Nelly's reading it as well. Nelly yeah, finished he, it. He, he finished it. And he gave it, it yeah. to you. And he gave it. I to mean, me, yes, yeah. of course he was a part of it, but that's yeah. where. Alcatraz. That was really cool, though. Just the whole ferry ride. That did, oh, that was absolutely. not a ferry. That didn't remind me of a ferry. That was that was what, going quick. It it was hauling. You know. It was. I also we got booking. the thinking. A group of our pitchers went over to Alcatraz, and I just got to thinking. Uh, how many of those guys, if I stuck them in the water, would have gotten themselves across? Now, keep in mind, there are very few stories about anybody swimming across the water. And from the group of guys that I saw, and you know what? I'm going to name every single one of them by name so I do this justice. This is going to get you in trouble. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Watch. I'm going to look at this one more time, and I'm going to tell you how many of these guys would have stood maybe like five minutes in the water and fought for their lives. I'm not participating in this game. Why? Why? I don't think we have many players. I don't think I should judge when I know I wouldn't make it myself. No, I I wouldn't either, but we have one guy I think would make it. Because he would just give up and go, and it's Peyton Burdick. I think if you stuck Peyton Burdick in those cold, frigid waters and said, you've got to get to San Francisco, he wouldn't think twice. When did you learn See, how to swim? It, did you guys have swim lessons? I not? learned how to swim before I learned how to walk. My mother was an Olympic swimmer. So what? me, my brother, and sister. Oh, my God. Yes. That's amazing. I, I know, know. So we all learned how to swim before we learned how to walk. We were, we were in there like little fish swimming around in the pool. Wow. So... So that's where, though, I'm curious to know the swimming strengths of okay. the guys on the team. That I don't know. Snow at a doggy paddle and then do the regular. Who was it? Was it was JJ Bladet who was the swimmer, right? Former Marlin. I think he was a swimmer. He had right? the body he was a of a swimmer. Yeah. We had, we, we had a former the swimmer. The body of a but swimmer. I don't know. Oh, yeah, no. oh like he, his shoulders like were so broad. Broader shoulders, his upper lanky. Half was ginormous. Lanky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't similar to Marius. Marius was a swimmer. Yes. Yes. I do know that. Yes. Yeah. I got my uh, swim lessons at the New York Sports Club. 
Oh, oh. Nice. Yep. What about you, Kyle? Upstate uh, New York, where they teach mine. you guys how to swim. Yeah, I got mine in an uh, an above ground pool in my backyard. Hmm. Mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, it was okay. fairly easy. I mean, you get. To Sevy can't well, swim. I was going to say something that would have got me in trouble. Really? And by the way, with the, with the players thing, I don't care if you go tell every single one of them that Kyle <laughs> said, you know what, he doesn't <laughs> think you're making. I hope they all hear this. <sighs> and I am picking on them. I am. I don't think some of those guys are making it. I know for a fact not a lot of them are making it. That's why, don't they, like, just toss babies in a pool and they just yes. naturally go on their back? Well, no, you toss a baby because I, I taught kids how to swim for a very, very long time. The first thing you teach them is how to lay on your back. Which I can't do. And, f- and you don't know how to float? I don't. When I'm well, in then the you ocean, wouldn't make it either. You're probably right. Why is that, though? Because, like, my mom will always tell me just breathe, and I'll be like this. And as soon as I breathe, the nose goes down, and then You have to put else. your chin back. You almost, like, arch your back, and you you kind of, like, spread out there, and you, 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 you float. Yeah. Chin back, looking up at the sky. Look at all the pretty clouds. Uh, yeah, I try to do that in the ocean. It and relax. Work doesn't work for me. That's the first well, thing you teach them. the ocean, you're like petrified that the salt water is going to get in your mouth, and it's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I hate the ocean. I, yeah, you I hate the ocean? Both. Well, okay, these are the I New Yorkers the o- up in here. No, no, no. I love the ocean. You love the ocean. Love it. This one. Well, upstate New York. That makes I don't sense. like the sand, and I don't like the ocean. I can do without the salt water. The view is fine from afar. Salt water is so good for you. So good for your skin. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Great. So good for your skin. So, is, your, a sh- your so your is a shower. Heals your wounds. Um, yep. So is a bath. So is a shower. Oh, it also is. clears the nostrils, too. Exactly. So, it's so, so does a neti you. pot. <laughs> You're big on the neti pot. Yes. You love the neti. How has that been working for you? Because we it's did great. talk about that. Every, with third, the every third day I use it, and I think okay. it, it helps. It Even on the road. It's it, a lot. Every third day. You bring day. it with you. Well, usually every every day at home, but I try to make sure I do it at least every third day. On the I road. You bring it, trip. though. No? I forgot it on this trip. And how are your, how are your sinuses No, it's good. I think it helps me breathe more. Sometimes I find myself trying to catch my breath, but when I do it the morning of, I find that I just plow through Ooh. the games without wow. having an issue. That's a pro tip for you. Yeah, his voice sounds great. Thank you. Yeah, I You're just burped up garlic fries, though. <laughs> <laughs> Which were fantastic. I yeah. still have some sitting you should here. Come, if anybody comes to Oracle Park, they are famous for their crab sandwich and garlic fries. Which was very good. I had that. The crab sandwich the sounds crab very sandwich good. The crab sandwich was good. Do you have any toppings on it or no? Did you have like aioli I just, sauce? However, however they handed it to me, I just I took out the tomatoes. Do you have a condiment of choice for certain things? Like I know you guys rip me for the eggs with ketchup. My dad does that too. My dad likes to put ketchup and mustard on everything. And I did rip you, but it's not that I dislike it. I just nobody over the age of five should be putting ketchup on their eggs. <laughs> you think? No, I know, Stephen. Me and Kelly's dad. He knows. I know. You're my dad. With the ketchup on everything. Honey mustard barbecue um, guy. And spicy Honey mustard. mustard. Okay, I like. I'm, I'm a mayo person. I like to put mayo on my mayo sandwiches. Too. Oh my god. Mayo and fries. That mayo whole mix. And like tilapia. And and I didn't like mayo for the longest time. Longest time I wouldn't even try it. Ooh, I don't know when I did. And I was just like, oh, this is what I've been missing. Yeah, mayo is fantastic. What when about I go sour to Publix? Cream? I get. I the love Chipotle sour mayonnaise. cream. Good. Okay. Kyle, what was Kyle's saying? not a. When sour I go cream to Publix fan. and get a pub sub or a um, a chicken tender wrap, I always get the. Um, um. Oh, criminy! The chipotle mayonnaise on it with the chipotle so cheese. So soft with spice. Pub subs. I don't know if it's spicy really? or not. Yeah. I love yeah. spice. It's great. I always spice everything up. If anybody um from uh you know the the upper end side of Publix, the executives are listening. Uh, <laughs> and I will make commission <laughs> off this. Tuned in. Because I'm I, I think I would do great on commission. I. <laughs> 
think that no, no, this is not. Don't laugh, Stephen. I think we should bring Publix inside of Lone Depot Park. One hundred ten percent. Put a stand in Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yes. Now, for those listening, I'm not. I'm not doing the daily specials. You're not getting the chicken tender special. It's going to be the price point's going to be a little bit higher. But what if I put a public stand in Lone Depot Park? You could buy pub subs. That would. Chicken tender wraps. It's one of the best that things that's coming down here for me to, to yep. go get a pub sub, especially before the beach. It is just yep. That's the fantastic. beach so I, go to. I think that that's could be in the ballpark by the time we come home. I think that's a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. We've spoken about this, too, about why Publix hasn't branched out. Like, and, and yeah. created their own, like, sub store, just specifically pub for subs. subs. yeah. And they they are so, so good. They could so do it good. easily. They should put I like, like to do the combo meals with their with their Publix lemonade. Oh, I didn't it's do that. really good. Take my word for it. Yeah. So and no free ads, but Publix should definitely come to the ballpark. I think it'd be. Great. I'm with you. So I, I wrote genius. I wrote down like a couple of topics here. Okay. Okay. Unless you want to keep talking about pub subs and. Um, we probably should. I don't want to, but we probably should. Okay. Well, can we do some random stuff and then get into baseball? Yep. So I wrote down Kyle's back basketball game my spanish classes the boat ride which we already covered we had good pizza last night and the pizza the pizza was good hmm. the there calamari was, was surprising there were really seven of us it. and we split four 10 to 12 inch size pizzas there was a mushroom there was a pepperoni there was a sausage meat, and then uh, yeah the i guess it was a pork sausage pizza and then your margarita I yeah think, right? just a gold medal margarita the calamari i i did not was not a fan of because I'm I like the breaded on right you know it, th- it was a little bit too bougie for me it w- I didn't know that was possible little, too bougie for you it is a little couscous wow. in there I was like this is yeah that's what that I was good couscous was good though it had a little kick but it had spice and you're not a spice guy no, so no. that's probably what it was no it, it wasn't your stereotypical traditional. calamari traditional right. that's the better word for that um traditional calamari but i thought it was still good i like the couscous the spices it had going there that was a nice little spot it was that was a really it really was you know, we were people watching there was a Ooh. couple of lovebirds uh, uh that guy i wonder if that guy still has not made his move no let me give some relationship <laughs> advice out here oh or at least at least uh i'm just gonna say overall advice for relationships we had this individual, these two cups, nice couple, sitting on the bench, perfect view. I mean, when you talk about a really nice first date or whatever date, that's where you want to take your significant other to if you want to, you know, wine and dine them, whatever. This man was sitting on the bench, and his woman was next to him. And the woman was talking with him and looking at him, and this guy was just standing, like, just staring straight into whatever, the river. The Where were we? We're on the bay? Yeah, we were on a body of water. On a body of water. And he just would not look over, and the girl was just waiting for him to make a yeah, move. Yeah, good for him. It's called playing hard to get <laughs> Yeah, no. You play is hard to get, your, you're not going to get a second call? date. No, she no. was flipping the hair. She kept leaning in. It was She'll a little chilly out. That was, that was a good move on his part. Oh, Don't boy. give in too easily, young man. <laughs> Well, I think the whole point of this this little scenario is we were we were people watching and and trying to guess what was going on in said scenario. Remember the 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 what we thought was a breakup that prior to love that turned into <laughs> love triangle <laughs> that turned into then the actual. Oh yeah, we're like, oh, this is definitely a breakup. Definitely a breakup. Then yeah. here comes like the actual actual significant other. 
Well, oh, because they were so maybe we were wrong. They were so spaced, like weird, like and like the arms were crossed. It was bad body language, it was, but it was really like they got along. It was really like, yeah, that's my girlfriend's friend. We're pretty <laughs> obvious here. We're just friends. Uh, but always I good people. I don't really watch. think they liked each other. I think they were trying to like each other for the friend's sake. Have we gotten any feedback on the podcast, Stephen? Seriously. On Twitter? Yeah, just from yes. people. Yes, people really do enjoy it. Okay. They love the yeah. banter going back and forth. Cool. As we probably will switch to Marlins talk any second. Well, now. to be very right. clear, and I'm taking full responsibility for this if we ultimately get in trouble. because <laughs> be, No, I'm, I'm serious because this podcast does fall under <sighs> the, uh, the organization's umbrella under the team official podcast page. But uh, I am unfiltered, and I, I do know at some point we're going to get in trouble for this, and we haven't yet. I think we haven't. No, no, really. No, we have not. We have not. It's it's a little edgy, but <laughs> I am I am going to be the one. And I told you this, Stephen, the day that you were hired. I said I'm going to have your back. If anything goes wrong with this podcast, Aww. I am going to take full Touching. responsibility for it. And I do intend to get in a little bit of trouble with this thing <laughs> because I know, and I'm being very serious. I feel. <laughs> Like, if this is a boring podcast, no one's going to listen. But if we're saying things that is raw and unfiltered and authentic and who we are and we bring people inside of the radio booth. And fun. People are going to tend to listen. And if they're like, whoa, those guys and girls and whoever else, if they, oh, maybe they shouldn't have said that. That, whoa, I'm okay (laughs) with a whoa. And they're tuning in for the next one. Yes, I agree. See if they get in trouble. Because we'll come back and say we got in trouble for this. And and any thought, and and I say that I'm serious about the, the following as well. You're entitled to your opinion. That's exactly right. I and think you that know everyone what? should respect I think people, each other's opinions. And people should keep that in mind more often in this world, that people are yeah. entitled to their opinions. And you may not agree with my opinion, but you should respect my opinion. Even and if, if they're going to listen me. in, that's what they're going to hear. And that's my TED Talk. So we can do baseball Bravo. talk now, Stephen. Okay. Well, we're 46 <laughs> games in. Braxton mm-hmm. Garrett threw probably his best. Would you say that's his best outing of his career? That we saw yesterday, close to it. No, it was one in D.C. There was July the one, last right? Year was okay, that best. was fantastic. But maybe most yeah. efficient one. Yeah, that was awesome. He was. Oh, he was fantastic. Braxton he was, awesome. was awesome. We're 46 games into the season. Luis Arise is nowhere. Unreal. Looking like he's going to slow down. Brian De La Cruz is on a, a major league uh, leading hit streak right now. I mean, things are going pretty well as far as the team goes. Skip Schumacher. I mean, I'm just giving you all. Yeah, yeah. Some broad stuff here. But I think 46 games into the season, I ask you this. Uh, are the Marlins um, where you think they are? Like what you expected them to be at this point? Are they overachieving? Are they underachieving? I will throw it to you, Mr. Honesty. Where are we evaluating this season 46 games in? I'm not sure because I think water will find its level when it comes to the one-run games. They're 15-2 and two in one-run games. I don't think that is a sustainable pace throughout the course of the season. But what I am extremely encouraged by, this is a team that has been very comfortable for 46 now, 46 games now, playing in close games. And how, why is that and how is that? I think that's a culture thing. It's I a think 100% a culture thing because this is something I've asked, I think, every single individual in that clubhouse. And they all tell me the same exact thing. They're like, we believe that we can win those games last year it was a completely different story it was like tail under your legs oh we're down one that's it that's the end of the world right type of a situation this 
is different. This is a group of guys who know that they can find a way. And they found so many different ways to win those games, too. It's the manufacturing the runs. It's something that we haven't seen a lot of in this organization as of recent. So this team has found ways to win the games. Now, what Kyle has to say is true. Are you to go the entire season winning these one-run games all the time? No. But something else I think that's also not sustainable, which is encouraging to see yesterday, for instance, is starting pitching. Yes. Starting pitching, going deeper well, into games. Well, that's what we talked about yesterday. we talked about yes. this yesterday. Yeah. The two of us chatted about this a little bit yesterday. So that's another thing that's just not sustainable is just the starting pitching being as short as they have been, but seeing like a Braxton Garrett now make that jump and, and just have a fantastic outing yesterday, give the bullpen some rest. That's very encouraging to see. You know, Garrett Cooper, sorry, Stephen. Go ahead. No. Garrett Cooper said the other day postgame. Can at I have home. a fry? Yes, absolutely. They're so good. It's a get get fry. one with good some good garlic okay. and what is that, parsley? Yeah. It's, fine. it's not a cheat day for me, but I'll have it. Oh, my goodness. Stop it, Stephen. This is going to be something. So the other day when we were at home, the Marlins won a game and Garrett Cooper was interviewed postgame. And he said something along the lines of the the clubhouse is different or the vibe or, you know, the chemistry is different than it has been in years past, whatever that means. Yeah. There was public knowledge last year. There was meetings in the clubhouse, and guys were disagreeing with each other and this and that. But I think when Garrett Cooper says that, he's being honest. And I think that they do have some type of chemistry going down there. I try to stay out of there as much as possible. I don't want those guys in this booth. They don't want me down there in their clubhouse. I go down there when we're allowed to be down there. That's fine. But I do think that there is a little bit of chemistry building in there. And they are believing that whenever they step foot onto a field with a team that might have a better record, that has a better history in the last half decade, payroll. That people that would say huh. they have better right. players, a payroll that they're not just going to roll over and let the other team pet their bellies and we're going to go on for three days and we're going to lose three games and we'll go home and be happy. Yeah. I do not think this group of guys, and I credit Kim Bang with some of the offseason moves that she made, is satisfied with just limping through six and a half, seven and months out of the season and being an embarrassment throughout baseball like they have been. No. They don't. These guys are professionals. They're getting paid to be out here. And I love, and now I'm, now I'm going to rant a little bit. Because you know you want to know where that starts is Skip Schumacher. Yep, mm -hmm. he stepped in your day one and said you're not going to embarrass yourself anymore. We're tired of it. And people need to understand. And I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but being a first year manager, people tend to forget that about Skip. Like this right. isn't I think normal. He forgets that sometimes. This isn't yeah. normal that that the team is is <laughs> no, really. winning yeah. these close games. You talk about the culture. It's easier said than done to talk about. We have it down here with the Heat, like Heat culture, Heat culture. You established that culture. That sometimes doesn't work a couple years in. It's amazing that it's working this early. Well, listen to what Skip Schumacher said post game a couple days ago, and I love this. He studies managers, and Spolstra and Spo. is one of them. He said that's a guy that he's really followed, read a lot of articles on, and you have to give credit where credit's due. I mean, we're, we're talking about winning close games. I mean, you and I, Stephen, worked with the Heat this yeah. past season, so. We know what they did during the course of the season and the number of clutch games that they played. And look how it helped them in the postseason. And yep. it's paid off just learning how to how to win those high-state games. And, and something else, and now I'm getting on a tangent, and something else that Skip had said, too, with the bullpen, all of them have come in in these high-leverage situations that they're all kind of ready for. The it. dirty innings. But exactly, exactly. But back Baseball to it, talk. Skip Schumacher deserves a ton of credit for everything that he's done in, in the culture that he is 
begun to to build in such a short amount of time. But there's that work that goes on behind it, studying the managers who have done it right, who have created a culture. He's talking the about culture. Exactly. Yep. The communication, talking to the players, the respect. You, you really got to love. That's something that you have to be very excited. That's something that you asked on, on, on Twitter the other day, Kyle, the last mm -hmm. time. The anyone out there, fans have been excited about this Marlins organization, and, and it's been a, a long time. Bruce Sherman deserves credit. Kim Ang deserves credit. They have invested in this franchise, and here's my only guarantee, and I'm not saying they're going to the postseason this year. I don't know how many games this team is going to win. I have loved watching every minute of them through 46 games. I don't care if that means they go on a 10-game losing streak or a 10-game winning streak. My promise is that there are people internally that are sick and tired of being a joke around baseball, and they're not going to tolerate it anymore. I yeah. believe that Bruce and Kim have made an investment in the front office, but most importantly, the players on the field with Skip Schumacher, with his staff, and they have brought the correct players in here, whether it's veterans at the tail end of their careers, younger players making trades. And Kyle. They care yeah. about what's happening on the field. And I hope the fans realize that as well, that they are not going to be a joke around the league anymore. No, it's a they, fun watch. Go ahead, Kelly. They have brought in players, and Skip has said it time and time again, who love to play the game of baseball. They're not just out here collecting a paycheck. Because when you're out here collecting a paycheck, you're getting paid whether you win or you lose. There's no attachment emotionally. When you're there and you are playing with nine fingers and a bruised knee and you're Luis Arise and you don't want to take a day off because you just love playing the game of baseball or Gene Sakura as much as he has struggled to start the season, didn't want to take a day off, didn't want to take a day off. These are guys who love to play the game of baseball and they're bringing in the right type of guys. My favorite movie, fun fact for everybody out there. <laughs> is Miracle, Miracle on Ice, yep, yep. movie above of the, the, the U.S. Olympic team. And one of the lines that I love is what their head coach, Herb Brooks, said. Kurt Russell. Hey, Kurt Russell. What that? I mean, I could Did get on a whole other tangent about that. What? Oh, my goodness. And we'll talk about that because I'm not going to bore everybody with all the details I know about that movie. But the line that I love is I don't need – it's not just about the best players. I need the right players. And that's what it takes. That's why these all-star teams of just the best of the best don't always work yep, out. Because absolutely. they are not the right ones with the right chemistry and they don't click. I think the attitude that has started with Skip is that he has instilled a mindset within the players that you are to hate losing more than you do winning. Right. And also that right, last year doesn't matter. Like Skip, people always say, well, last year, Skip, this happened. He goes, I wasn't here last year. Exactly. I wasn't here last year, so let's move forward. There's nothing to talk about. Nothing's going to change. Right. From like, let's move forward. And I I've think enjoyed watching them. I don't know where it goes the rest of the season. I have no idea how this team ends up. Uh, if they're if they're 500 at the deadline, they need to consider whether they they are pretenders or if they're contenders. If they're pretenders, they're going to have to unload some of the veterans that are playing well and try mm -hmm. to build a farm system. And if they are contenders, they need to go add the correct resources to make this team better. And 46 games in, I know we're not giving out awards, but I'm going to just put this out there in the universe. Where would Skip Schumacher be as far as manager of the year? Uh, I mean, he'd be, I think he's done a very good job. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, there's other teams playing well. I mean, Derek Shelton in Pittsburgh would probably maybe yep. be the guy right. for me. Yep. Um, but he's in that discussion. Sure. He's, he has a team that has been very, very bad for a long time playing competitive and the other teams around the league and other managers have taken notice of it that the Miami Marlins have a little something to them now. Perfect way to end it. That's, that's where I'm Perfect. going now. All right. We'll see you next the Sunday, end. everybody. Bye. Okay. Picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.